Kapow. So, uh, we need to make a decision here, Grant. Okay. We have two options for how to start this episode. Ep- uh, option number one is uh, we can finally resolve the two-week teaser about my mandatory holiday fun at work. Or you can explain what the hell you're doing in the show notes. <laughs> what do you I prefer? Say- <laughs> I say we no. I say we resolve the teaser because I feel like if we don't do it now, I'm gonna forget about it, and then I'll never hear the like hear what actually ended up happening. Okay, so just to recap for those who don't remember, I was uh, we were instructed everybody in the company that we would be placed randomly into a into groups and told to show up somewhere at some time, and that it was a mandatory activity. That was somewhat competitive and had something to do with the holidays. And that's all we were told. So I go in to my group. And it is myself, two of our artists, uh, our retired CFO, <laughs> uh, one of our finance people, a couple of operations people, our CTO, and our director of academies. So a whole smorgasbord of random people who interact at various levels and blah 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 blah, right purposely meant to be a mixing up of people and what it ended up being do you want to take a guess um did you guys have to do like a timed puzzle or something you're closer than you probably think no i thought i was pretty darn close but okay well then you're farther away than you think but you're reasonably close we had an hour and a half Remember, it's a competition. We had an hour Hour and a half. half? Hour and a half. Do you want to revise your guess? Um, you know what? No, I'm gonna stand by it. I, I'm confident. You think that that's sufficiently holiday themed? No, (laughs) Uh, a puzzle of Santa. No, it it was a gingerbread house competition. Oh, you guys had an hour and a half for that? An hour and a half. I bet some groups like royally boofed it up though. So let me tell you what we did. Do you have pictures? Let me tell you what we did. Okay. Like we had just, we had a gingerbread house kit and various bags of candy and candy canes and stuff. And we were just told, make a gingerbread house (laughs) and someone will be judging it. And uh, yeah. And uh, so luckily, as you may have remembered me mentioning, we had two of our artists. We had our cartoonist, yeah. who we learned not only is obviously a cartoonist and a very good artist and was able to draw a house very quickly that we could recreate. Uh, he also makes a gingerbread house with his family every single year. <laughs> so he was yes. perfectly comfortable taking scissors to the gingerbread pieces to cut it up to build the house that we wanted to. Namely, one with an, uh, the roof extending over the walls to kind of create a porch sort of a situation up front and then taking those cut pieces, cutting them again to make a chimney. Wow. Uh, So uh, hashtag dream team. Yeah. So he helped do a lot of that. And then uh, our design person, uh, she helped create a lot of the uh, other little 
bits and pieces. Everybody was like participating. Like it was super fun. We actually had a really good time. Mm-hmm. Um, we we uh, so the main pieces of candy that we had, in addition to the random stuff that just comes with the box, we had big bags of small gumballs and lots of mini candy canes. And so it was, you know, it was kind of people realized pretty quickly, oh, if you just kind of snap the candy canes uh, a little bit at the end, then you get something that looked like skis. And I realized that if you just stick a bunch of these mini candy canes together, you get a toboggan, right? Mm-hmm. So I made a toboggan. Uh, the fun part of this is we were afraid of how much icing we had and like, you know, and, and the people, the HR people who were running it were telling us, look, nobody's used all the icing yet uh and we said well challenge accepted uh but we still weren't like but we didn't want to waste it on stuff that we didn't need it for and so you know i'm sitting there like licking the candy canes and just squishing them together to make the thing stay together worked really well oh you're so it worked really well that's what we did for everything everybody on my side of the table who was making all the little odds and ends we were just licking everything to keep everything together (laughs) and we realized that these gumballs they don't stick together that well, but you can squish them and reform them. So we made snowmen out of them. Oh my god! Uh, that eventually turned into our design person making small gumball-sized gifts, like cre- oh turning the gosh. gumball into a cube, and then you take a gumball, and you know how you can do with Play-Doh, you can kind of just uh, put it in between your hand, rolling it back and forth, so it becomes like a piece of spaghetti. Yeah. She did that with no. the gumballs to make a ribbon that she could then oh form God. on like it was amazing. We had a really good time and we did use all of the frosting. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Um so we did that and then today was judgment day where Ooh, all of the bo- all day. of the houses that were hidden away in cardboard boxes were brought down to the main break room where the teams could you know, set them up properly and everything. And we set ours out and we're looking at everybody's houses and we're thinking, yeah, we're going to win. <laughs> oh, there no. was there was maybe one other clear competitor, which was a Wizard of Oz themed gingerbread house, which was very cute. They put in a lot of effort um, and it was very, pretty nicely done. But I think that ours was def like ours was clearly holiday themed. Like we had our we had I think we ended up with five snowmen, and one snowman was like probably as big as my hand that we made out Holy of gumballs. Crap. Yeah, I know. Uh, How many gumballs did you have? Well, that one I would assume that there were probably at least twenty used just for that one. Okay. Like we had a big bag of gumballs to work with. Uh, but yeah, I mean, ours ended up, we had a Christmas tree with a gumdrop star on top of it and a little fire and an igloo and several snowmen. And, you know, we did the we did the fancy, like, piping on the roof, you know, to make mm-hmm. it look like shingles uh, and all that sort of stuff. So we ended up winning. And my prize was a blue ribbon that I now have tied to my monitor stand on my desk. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, I was really worried when you were setting it up how you thought you guys looked like you had a great chance. I was like, oh, no, no we this walked is be up a tragedy. I mean, there were several teams that were pretty confident, and some people did clever stuff. Like one team made their house upside down, ooh, and and used candy canes to 
prop it up so that it would stay like upside down so that it's like without the candy canes its only point of contact would have been the bottom part of the v of the roof Mm -hmm. but they didn't decorate it like at all (laughs) they just had it like an upside down house well yeah that's a big engineering marvel they probably didn't have any extra time (laughs) and another team uh didn't make a house per se Uh, i mean theirs was kind of (laughs) funny they made they recreated our company logo which is like a cube sort of with other weird stuff going on but they recreated it Hmm. and then they realized then they must have realized oh we should probably have a house so they cut the house picture (laughs) off of the cardboard box and then just plopped it in the middle (laughs) which was really funny it was very funny (laughs) oh that's good so yeah it it seemed like everybody had a pretty good time doing it um but yeah sounds like a fun activity yeah it was i wish i wish my company did something like that that sounds great it it obviously helps that pretty much everybody at work i get along with like no matter who was on my team i would have had a good time i think that's very important Mm -hmm. but yeah it was really fun yeah actually here i'm gonna text you a picture of our gingerbread house you can ooh and ah over it okay I'll look at it. It also probably helps that, er, no, that's not what I was trying to say. What I was trying to say was that, like, that's a fun activity because it gets you to interact with people who I'm assuming you probably don't normally work with. Yeah, that was the key thing of, you know, like, they worked with other supervisors and HR people to sort out how to best split everybody up in a way that was, you know equitable and would make sure that people were with other people that they didn't normally work with Mm -hmm. and everybody that i that was in my team other than maybe one person because she had been started working like three days prior uh uh, i was you know i'd at least shared a few words with or had known for quite a while Mm -hmm. but you just don't interact with them that much nice yeah oh i got the message whoa yeah wait what's the base is that just like part of the cardboard or yeah so it com- so like the wow. there's a white base but then we use the entire box to give ourselves more room that looks dope thanks that's awesome that's so cool yeah it was fun Growing up, did you like ever make gingerbread houses, or was this your first like? I we definitely had at least one kit when I was in like middle school ish, I think, but I don't think it went very well, and we didn't really enjoy it. Okay, because <laughs> I mean the thing is, they're not meant to be eaten, and that's really what you want to do no. with yeah. something that you decorate using food items. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, like, it worked for being at work and doing it with a big group of people and just kind of messing around with it and having fun. Yeah. But yeah, it's nothing that I grew up doing. Like we all, we just have fun decorating sugar cookies. That's what we do. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Well, you guys did a good job. I see why it won. It looks very nice. Well, thank you. It seems like you guys used kind of everyone's skills at least somewhat and like, yeah, I think that yeah, I think it's split up pretty naturally what people were comfortable doing. Yeah. And that also looks like a decent like I've long ago I remember making a gingerbread man house once. And 
like I remember that it was it was way more difficult than I was expecting, and so like I can see how like very easily that could have taken an hour and a half. Oh, that's why we were lucky to have people with a bit of experience who could put together the house quickly and correctly. Because yeah. like I don't, I couldn't do it well. I would mess up. No, d- definitely. Like I just enjoyed making my little snowmen and my toboggan. And then when the time came to decorate the front of the house, there I was to toss it on somewhere, <laughs> you know. And, and also, I like the uh, one of my coworkers and I split up. Uh, so the igloo, the blue igloo thing, mm-hmm. uh, all those coils, like that's all gumballs. You know, you dye them blue? rolled out into it. They're they were blue gumballs. Oh, okay. <laughs> so that's that just the sense. sugar residue from the top of them. Yeah. Um, but so I was working on like rolling those up and handing them to another two people who were working on building that igloo and the Christmas tree and the fireplace and stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's good. Neat. All right. Explain yourself. <laughs> so okay. to, just to give some context, normally I am in the document well before Grant I am in charge of the document. I am the only thing that Grant ever does is insert a hyperlink to his comic with his name on it and literally does nothing else. And this time I show up. Uh he has two comics. He's labeled one of them first, which he never does. I label mine first or second, and Grant decides to label his first. But then he has a second backup comic and it says I'll explain while recording with a lowercase i. Uh and then I also saw in all caps something to the effect of like please don't scroll down like really please don't or something like that with lots of LZs in there or I think it said for reals or something like that yeah it said for reals and then I so I don't scroll down because I'm a nice person but I do check the scroll bar because it is noticeably there unlike when it's a single page document and it says page one of eight because Grant, I guess, really didn't trust me not to scroll down. <laughs> and so here we are. And I'm curious as to what's going on in my show notes. <laughs> okay, so I have I have one question first. I have an idea. It might totally flop. Are you willing to let me, like, see what happens with it? If it doesn't work out, just cut this part of the podcast out. And We're not we'll going to cut it. We're just going to my... do it. Okay, we're just going to do it? Yeah. That sounds good. The listeners deserve um, whatever this is. <laughs> so so click on the comic labeled first, and we'll go from there. Okay, sounds good. This will be, this will be an adventure for you. Oh, or are you just well, totally yeah. throwing me off there? No, you're reading it too. I, I don't okay. want to totally throw off the dynamics here, but okay. I'm throwing things a bit off. Well, this this uh, comic describes how I feel. We have Cornered by Mike Baldwin. <laughs> yes. Uh, we have two guys sitting in a big business office with a curtain partially drawn, and they're clearly in some kind of business industrial district based on the buildings through the window. Uh, one guy's just sitting in a sort of lounge chair-ish, and the other the older gentleman is sitting at a desk, looking through some ruffled up papers, saying to the other guy, your report just tells me what I already know. Good work. I hate surprises. <laughs> it's very so meta are, so far. 
That was honestly, Mark, I've thought about this idea for a couple weeks, haven't executed it because I had nothing to execute it with. And then today I decided I wanted to execute it. Still didn't have anything to execute it with. So I found something. Um, okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to mess up our, our format here, kind of shake things up. We're episode 75 ish tonight anyway. So we're living on the edge. Um, that's a, that's a multiple of 25. So we can do things like this. Um, it's, that is the rule. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that is just how things are up here in comical start land. Um, so I, I want to just kind of mess things up. Um, honestly, I just didn't really have a comic idea that I really wanted to talk about. So I had something else that I wanted to talk about. And so that's how I'm messing it up. Um, so I want you to go back to the show notes. Okay. I'm, I'm already on to, them. So s- slowly start scrolling down. But each time you hit something that I say to tell you to stop scrolling, say it and then keep scrolling. Um, and okay. then you'll hit a picture eventually. Okay, I hit one thing on page two. Should I do anything else or should I just keep scrolling? Well, well, say what it is. Oh, well, you didn't say that. You just said to say that I saw it. Oh, yeah, you're right. I'm okay. I will. I will play along. I will just read the words on the screen. Monkey see, monkey say. <laughs> yes. Like actually, don't scroll down. <laughs> it will ruin what I have planned. Please stop scrolling down. <laughs> last warning. Okay, that's the last one. Okay, I'm on page six of eight, and that annoys me more than anything, is that I'm <laughs> on page six of eight, and we're at the thing that you wanted to talk about. I'm sorry. Should I, I describe the picture? Sure. Yeah, I want to hear how you describe the picture before knowing what it is. Okay, so I see what is clearly Grant's arm. Okay, Uh, that's an assumption, but okay. That is clearly Grant. I recognize the thing on your wrist. Oh, shoot. I know your arm, Grant. I even turned it around so you couldn't see, like, my identifying information on it. Well, yeah, but that's whatever. (laughs) Clearly Grant's arm, and God knows what happened to it, but it's sort of reddish-purplish all the way from mid-up his forearm to above his elbow. It kind of looks like... What would happen if he just closed his eyes, held his arm out, and I threw several baseballs at him? Uh, at least near the bicep. That's kind of what it looks like. The, the forearm, because it's further away, it looks more like he just decided to fall asleep on his carpet and put his head on his arm and it just squished into the carpet. And then he just <laughs> rubbed it around for a few hours. Uh, I assume neither of those are actually anything close to what happened, but I think that gives an apt description of the coloration of the whole situation. First, I want to say that was a wonderful description. Um, Second, I have no idea if this picture will be in the actual, like, published notes for this episode or not. You can break the format, but I control those show notes and they will not change. Okay, so I decided long ago that we can talk about whatever we want, and the listeners will just have to deal with it. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Um, that kind of puts a damper on things, but if you that's really, fine. really want this picture, that's fine. I can put it in. But Honestly, I don't know how many of our listeners 
actually view the comics, so if maybe you want it's the worth picture, us to put email us. <laughs> yeah, if you want the picture, email us, and we'll give it to you. If not, Tough you nuggies. suck, and you should have emailed us. Yeah. Um. So, I, you were correct, and this is my arm. Um. That was quite an astute observation. You probably could just assume that, but yeah. Um. So you've already described what you think it looks like, but I'm just curious about what you think happened. So I'll give you the background of, in case you had misinterpreted this picture, there is a quite sizable bruise on my arm right now uh-huh. um, that spans kind of from two, uh, four inches above my elbow down to about two inches from above my wrist unfortunately the lighting didn't capture everything so in the picture you can see all of the purple parts but pretty much the entire rest of my arm from about four inches above my elbow to an inch above my wrist is like this like gross yellow color Mm -hmm. um so that's setting the scene for you how do you think I got this bruise? Could we play like a 20 questions kind of game? Um, or should I just go like I already gave you two plausible explanations. Okay. Can I give you. <laughs> so first I'm going to give you the lie that I told one of my coworkers. Oh God. Um, That honestly, it's going to sound ridiculous when I say that I think I was at least like. 60% towards convincing them that this was what actually happened. Try and convince me. That's what you should have done. Mark, you're smart enough to know that this story is total BS. Okay, well. Or not still. smart enough, but just, like you know go. me well enough that I would make this up. Sure. So one of my coworkers saw this bruise on my arm completely unprompted and like horrified was like, oh my God, what happened to your arm? And using all of my... Uh, deceptive powers I looked them dead in the eye I was like oh my god you have to hear this story so on Tuesday night I was at the grocery store and I like bought all my groceries and stuff and I was taking my cart out to my car and I was loading my bags in my car and all of a sudden like it was dark out and this like guy just like ran up to me and he ran up to my cart and he grabbed my box of Honey Nut Cheerios and I, I looked at him I was like yo stop like those are my Honey Nut Cheerios And he turns to me and he, like, he throws, like, this wild haymaker punch at me. Um, And so, like, I swung my right arm and I blocked it. And I got this, like, nasty bruise on my arm. And then I, like, hit him with a a pretty sick uppercut and just, like, knocked him out cold. Um, But then I was like, oh, crap. Like, I don't know if I can call the cops because it'll look like I assaulted this guy because, like, I knocked him out. And so, like, I just, like, grabbed my Honey Nut Cheerios, got in my car and drove away. Um... And so, yeah. So I told one of my coworkers that story, and he looked at me, and his response was, Wait, really? Ay, ay, ay. And then I made the mistake of trying to get a, uh impromptu accomplice by getting one of the pe- people near me and saying, like, Hey, yeah, like, 
yeah, that really happened. Like I told, yeah, you know, like I told you about this yesterday, right? Remember? And the other person was so confused by my bizarre description of this story that they didn't like catch on that they were just supposed to agree. Oh man. Um, so the guy figured out that I was lying, but did you tell them the truth? Yes, I did then tell them the truth. Okay, so afterwards. that slightly narrows down my options. I, I'm not. I'm no longer going to make the very mm. bad joke that I would have ended up removing from the podcast anyway. Can you can you make it and then remove it for my sake? <sighs> yeah, uh, I was gonna say it was a. F- <laughs> I don't know. Um, well, what my the? well, the joke the joke that I was going to make is that you were fantasizing about beating up a guy, <laughs> and then who <laughs> knows what happened from there. Oh, that's pretty good. Okay, so now we're gonna play the twenty questions version. Uh, if you're all right with that, because I mean, I, otherwise I'm just totally shooting in the dark. Like I have no clue no, what causes I want the such 20 things. Questions version. Okay, did you fall? No. Was it a sport-related accident? No. I don't like that pause. <laughs> so I'm going to try The inflection of 20 questions is important. <laughs> no, I'm going to try to be as deceptive as possible without lying to you in this 20 questions. I hate so you. So if there's any okay, way that I can twist it. Was it work-related? Uh, no, that's too far to say it is. Were you inside your apartment when it happened? No. Were you... Wait, how many questions have we gone through so far? I four, counted. I'm counting. Okay. Well, at least I think I'm at four. I'm at four plus or minus one. That feels right. Okay. Were you outdoors when it happened? No. Hmm. Were you at your workplace when it happened? No, it's not work-related. Okay, well, yeah, but I thought that you were going to come up with some BS of like, well, I wasn't working when it happened. I was just at work. Okay, good point. Good point. That's what I would do. Yeah, it is. And that would be total BS, but I have to just cover my butt here. (laughs) Okay. Were you at a grocery store when it happened? No, but I wish I was. That would be great. (laughs) Were you inside a building when it happened? (laughs) Yes. Okay. Hmm. was it due to uh, no let me try and rephrase this better was it caused by your arm moving um as opposed to I'm going to just ask uh, the same question rephrased was it caused by like Either it was caused by your arm moving or is caused by something moving against your arm. I'm going to say something definitely against my arm. Um, yeah. Okay. I wouldn't say it's my arm moving. Was anybody else involved? Yes. Hmm. I'm going to just like to fill silence while you think of more questions. I'm just going to admit that when you first suggested 20 questions, I immediately thought, oh, like this will be super easy for him. But now that I'm thinking, it's not easy. <laughs> I was, now that I'm thinking about like 
what the actual reason is for the picture that you're seeing, <laughs> I am honestly going to be incredibly impressed if you even get close. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, Was it a baseball bat? Don't know. That doesn't count. And what? No, it wasn't a baseball bat. That doesn't count. Okay. <laughs> you can do better than that, Mark. I don't know if I can. That was one of the first things that came to mind when I thought of something the length of your arm. <laughs> I'm going to give you more information to try to make it easier because it'll be more fun if you get it. it I'm going to give you the information that... So the event that caused this bruise happened on early Tuesday morning. Uh, er, and you didn't mid- tell me about this Tuesday? We recorded on Tuesday. <laughs> Can you give me a second and I'll explain why? No. So it happened mid-morning on Tuesday. The bruise did not ex- appear until Tuesday night. And what? It, it didn't look like this. It hadn't... Uh, began to look like this until at least midday Wednesday, and this picture was taken Thursday night. Okay, so, so this let me clarify. Has grown this over happened time. Tuesday morning. Yes. Did I misspeak? Can you define the morning? So the bruise happened at a, the event that eventually caused the bruise happened at about 10 o'clock on Tuesday morning, and I had taken the morning off from work, so I was not at work. God dang it. <laughs> I'm trying to give you as much information as possible without making it too easy. I know. Were you with a friend? No. Just the thing. You taking off a morning just sounds so rare. I can't even imagine what it would be for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so why would you take off just a morning at work? Did you get assaulted by your doctor? Were you at the doctor's? Yes. Okay, did you get like a thousand shots? <laughs> no. Did you get all of your blood drawn and it went horribly wrong? Do you want to rephrase that question? You know the spirit of my question. You didn't get a shot, so they attempted to draw your blood. I've seen yes. worse blood dr- blood drawn injuries, but that one is still pretty gruesome. <laughs> so do you have a, a thought about what caused it? I mean, the la- the things that I'm always aware of when this happens is they either can't find the vein that they're looking for, or they find it and it just like isn't taking for whatever reason. And they keep trying to reposition stuff or jam the needle. In. Like, I don't even know. I've never had my blood drawn. It kind of gives me the heebie-jeebies thinking about it for okay. various reasons like this. Uh, so I was trying to it, give you the triumphant moment, Mark, of well, saying, did you get your blood drawn? And me saying yes, but you didn't take that one. Um <laughs> I asked, did your blood get drawn? And you instead saying, instead of you saying, yes, that's a little hyperbolic, Mark. I didn't get it all drawn. But yes, that's why it was. You instead said, would you like to rephrase that? Like, we're not on Jeopardy, Grant. Oh, my God. Okay, Mark, you win. I got my blood drawn. Yes, I need another blue ribbon now. (laughs) 
Okay. <laughs> I'm even with the hints that I gave you, I'm quite impressed with that. Um, well, I, I've seen a couple of real nasty blood drawn. Like I said, like I know people who have been in bad yeah. blood drawing situations. So, okay. Yeah, so I got my blood drawn at this point three days ago, um, and my arm looks horrible. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, it was. It didn't feel in the moment. It didn't feel like a particularly bad like blood draw. To get back to your questions about like them using me as a pincushion or like drawing out all my blood. Um, but somehow this happened, um, like in the moment it didn't like hurt. Like when they stuck me with the needle, it didn't hurt more than normal or anything. Um, they filled up their vials real quick, way quicker than I remember it happening in the past for like routine blood draws that I've had in my life. Um, but then afterwards she like put gauze on it and then like wrapped it up with that like pre-wrap tape or whatever it's called. I don't know what it's called, mm-hmm. but do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like the athletic tape, whatever stuff. Yeah. 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 That stuff that like sticks to itself. So yeah. She wrapped it up with that. And then like, as I was walking out of the doctor, like under my coat, I like tried to move my arm and I was like, Oh God, like that hurts. Like she wrapped that crap tight. But she told me not to like remove it for 20 minutes or whatever. So I was just like, okay, I'm just going to suck it up while I drive home. And then when I get home, I'll take it off. Um, and so then like I got home and took it off. And like at that point, I was just like, oh, my arm's like really sore. Like my elbow is like really sore. It feels like there's a muscle that like probably got just like squeezed too much with that tape or whatever it was. And I just kind of went about my day and kind of like when you get a flu shot where you're just kind of like working out your arm to like try to get the blood flowing there um and then day was over went home like made dinner and stuff ate dinner went to bed and then in the morning i woke up and i looked at my arm and i was like oh god what happened to me (laughs) because the the next morning there wasn't anything on any like purple on my forearm but the spot on my bicep was about twice as big as it is in the picture and like deep purple like really deep purple and i was like "Uh uh-oh that doesn't look good and so i assumed that it was from like the blood draw or whatever and i was just like i'm sure that's fine like i've seen this on like older family members of them like bleeding after getting stuck with a needle um so i just kind of like accepted it went about my day and stuff and it like started spreading and getting bigger and i was like you know what my sister's a nurse i should i should like text her about this and make sure i'm not gonna die yeah and so i texted her and she her response was can essentially be summed up as like oh gosh that doesn't look normal like do you have numbness or tingling in your arm my response was no i don't think so and her she was like okay you're probably fine. Don't worry about it. Suck it up. And I was like, okay. So that's where I am now. I've got a great story about fighting off a attacker trying to steal my Honey Nut Cheerios and got a nasty bruise. So what more could a guy ask for, I guess? 
Okay, so we're running out of time. <laughs> is I'm... there more? There is more that you need to show me, I presume, because we still have a second comic that you need to explain. And I can't, oh. I can't imagine that you're just trolling me by adding two extra pages that don't need to be there. Okay. Am I correct? So the two extra pages were because I didn't know how you added your comic, and I was wondering if your, like, script or whatever just, like, when you added your comic, dropped you to the end of the page. And so I added the extra pages in case it just added it to the end of whatever I had so hmm. that you would add it past my picture so you wouldn't see it. Gotcha. So they're nothing. Okay. I see that now. I scrolled. Um, okay. Backup comic. Backup comic we'll probably use in another week. Okay. It was literally a comic if you decided you wanted to cut this out. So Okay. <laughs> I'm I'm good to move on to your comic if <sighs> Well, I hope you get better, Grant. Thanks. I appreciate you giving me the chance to monologue. I I didn't do much talking today, so I felt like I needed to get a lot of talking out tonight while speaking with you. So thanks for listening. Also, listeners, thanks for listening. I know that's your job, but thanks. It's not their job. They don't get paid to do it. Well, yeah, just because you don't get paid to do it's it, their it's not privilege. your job. Volunteers still have a job to do, and it's not they don't get paid for it. They have a responsibility that they volunteered for. Okay, listeners, it's your responsibility. Thanks for listening. Better? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so... To transition here, we've got PC and Pixel, a classic nerdy name to a comic by uh, by Talk Boy. I don't know. I don't know. I felt bad for you once I saw it, but I liked the comic. So okay, can we edit over that with the correct pronunciation of the name? Never. Okay. In this comic, it appears to be set. Under the ocean, near the ocean floor, and there is a giant fish in the comic with its mouth wide open with large, sharp teeth, Um, and there appears to be, relative to the size of a fish, a extremely tiny submarine heading straight towards the large mouth of the fish, and from the submarine, someone is saying, Captain, listen, there's some movement at 10 o'clock port side, sir. That poor submarine. Yeah, not 10 o'clock yet, though. So. I don't understand why the movement's only at 10 o'clock, because from the perspective of the comic, I feel like, if anything, it would be on the single-digit number side of 12 o'clock. But well, we can't really tell. I don't disagree, though. Maybe the guy's just periscope messed up. Maybe, maybe he's hanging upside down, and so he's mixed up. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. So, I'm not going to explain the whole big train of thought that leads me to where we're going with this. <laughs> oh, why not? Well, because it's just not it worth up. it. If if okay. people are familiar with the movie The Phantom Menace, it should be straightforward enough. Uh, I, I'm curious about 
just what do you think about Star Wars, Grant? We only have like five minutes, so. I think Star Wars is a very interesting franchise. Um, that brought me a lot of joy growing up. And hmm. I thoroughly enjoy a lot of it. Even the parts that people tend to say bad things about nowadays and say are objectively bad movies or something i still thoroughly enjoy those movies and i like watching them and i have a lot of like really important childhood memories to me that are tied very closely with that franchise so that's kind of my the basic g money primer on star wars (laughs) if you if you will so i couldn't even remember if we have talked about star wars before I'm not sure, but I don't think I knew that about you. We we might have talked about it very vaguely, but I I don't think I opened up much about it in the past. I don't know. Yeah. Um. Do you want more specifics or what? Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like I didn't. What sort of? Because uh, I mean, you know, just the other episode we talked about how you don't like childhood because you don't like animated movies, but mm-hmm. uh, so like, did you grow up watching Star Wars? Like, in a real way? Um, I would say yes. I grew up with, I would say, one of my two best friends, or kind of both of them, but mainly one of my two best friends growing up. Um, he loved Star Wars as a kid, and, like, I'm almost positive he was the first one that I ever, like, watched Star Wars movies with, and, like, he introduced me to them. And I think partially because he was so into it as an impressionable little kid, like my best friend was into something interesting. And so like, I loved it too. And so I like, I got into Star Wars as a little kid and from the few movies that I'd watched, I I enjoyed them and I thought they were fun to watch um, and entertaining. And so like, I got into it and playing with action figures and whatnot and i don't know so it's my my earliest memories of star wars are really tied to like one of my closest friendships and so i think that's part of why i just enjoy it so much um and like as a little kid i think i watched pretty much all of the um episodes one through six like while I was definitely still a child. And my original memories of watching the movies is I loved every single one. I thought every single one was great. And that's honestly how I have decided to feel about them. Fair enough. I'm so, fine yeah. with that. How do you feel about Star Wars in the minute and a half we have left? Uh, I have... Like, it's developed for me because, like, I did not grow up watching it. The first movie that I saw was Revenge of the Sith during a sleepover. Ooh. Um, but, you know, I was in, like, elementary school when I saw it, so I thought it was amazing. Yeah, same. Um, I don't think I saw, like, I did not see the original Star Wars or Empire until very late in high school. Uh is the first time that I can remember actually watching them. And I can't say for certain that I've ever actually seen Return of the Jedi. 
I've seen clips, <gasps> just kind of in passing. Oh my god! But I've never actually seen it. Uh, but like I like it. Like I I've watched a lot of the Clone Wars series. Oh uh, yes, I've been seeing the new trilogy as it comes out. I've been watching the Mandalorian. Uh, so like, so I like Dis- I like I like Star Wars now that I'm kind of a bit more into it, but I'm not like into it, you know. Yeah, I don't have a lot of content knowledge about it, but it's just same same with like Marvel Marvel movies. Like I'm finding that I do enjoy them. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, nice. I give it an enthusiastic thumbs up. Go Star Wars! Awesome, yeah, go Star Wars! I totally agree on the watching the Clone Wars thing. I like yes. Clone Wars. They are excellent. The TV show. I thought it was wonderful. Agreed. Yeah. Also, Battlefront is an amazing game. <laughs> 2005 PC. Mm. Ooh. I mean, I didn't play it then. I play it now because my computer yeah. can not run new games, but it can definitely run a game from 2005. <laughs> whoop de doo It's amazing. It's so much fun. Yay, technology. <laughs> uh. 